Hello, Actors Guild fans, and welcome to another episode of the AGP Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Martin, and this is your update on what is happening at your community theater, the Actors Guild of Parkersburg. In this episode, we have some accolades, an interview, and information about upcoming performances, auditions, and even a new fundraising event that you want to be sure not to miss. So let's get to it. In the March podcast, we featured the play The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime, a story about a young neurodivergent student, Christopher, who was on a mission to solve the mystery of his neighbor's dead pet. Well, that play was selected this year to represent the Actors Guild, the city of Parkersburg, and the southeastern region of Ohio at Octafest in Cincinnati, Ohio. The annual festival is sponsored and organized by the Ohio Community Theater Association, or OCTA for short, and features the best of Ohio community theaters from each of their eight regions. Through regional festivals, eight shows are selected to perform a 40-minute excerpt at OctaFest to be watched by festival goers and critiqued by a panel of three responders. The three-day festival also features workshops, social events, technical and costume showcases, and much more, making the event an annual treat for community theater fanatics in Ohio and neighboring states. The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime was a highlight of this year's festival and brought home the following awards. Merit in Acting for Danny Bear's portrayal of Christopher's father, Ed. Excellence in Acting for Emily Biles' portrayal of Christopher's teacher, Siobhan and outstanding in acting for Rachel McClung's masterful work portraying Christopher Boone. The Guild also took home a Merit in Costume Coordination Award for Cinderella given to Linda Craig and Jane Mancini. Congratulations to the cast and crew of Curious Incident and thanks to all those who helped make possible their participation in Octafest 2023. Auditions for the Guild Builders production of the SpongeBob musical Youth Edition are fast approaching. Students in 4th through 12th grades are invited to plunge into this stunning, all-singing, all-dancing, dynamic stage show. When the citizens of Bikini Bottom discover that a volcano will soon erupt and destroy their humble home, SpongeBob and his friends must come together to save the fate of their undersea world. With lives hanging in the balance and all hope lost, a most unexpected hero rises up, proving the power of optimism really can save the world. There will be a pre-audition workshop on Saturday, September 23rd from 1 to 3.30 p.m. where interested parents and students can learn about the Guild's upcoming youth production and what to expect at auditions, which will take place on Saturday, September 30th at 1 p.m., Sunday, October 1st at 5 p.m., and if additional audition time is needed, Monday, October 2nd at 6 p.m. For more information about auditions and the pre-audition workshop, visit our Facebook page or click on Upcoming Shows on our website, actors-guild.com. Up next on the Actors Guild stage is the hilariously funny British farce, See How They Run by Philip King. This hit London play has left audiences exhausted from laughter as though they had run a foot race. <laughs> With us on the podcast is the director of See How They Run, Greg Merritt. Greg, tell us about your history with the Actors Guild up to this point. Well, uh, I am actually celebrating my 40th year here at the Guild. My very first show was You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown, 40 years ago. 
that was directed by Abby Hayhurst and Deanna Geibel. And although I haven't been necessarily on stage or behind the scenes 40 straight years, I definitely think of this as my 40th year and have enjoyed all of my experiences at the Guild as a participant, as an assistant director, as a director. Uh, here in this theater, I've directed Godspell, Diary of Anne Frank, On Golden Pond, Sense and Sensibility, the stage two production of Laramie Project. And then I've been part of a directing team that's done a couple of musical reviews. I've worked with Guild Builders a little bit, and I've done some other various and sundry things, like I've been props head, I've been a stage manager. So my experiences are well-rounded, but mainly in performing and directing. Why did you decide to direct See How They Run, and what is your vision for the show? So I was a member of Play Reading this past season, and as we were reading shows and uh, sort of debating which ones we wanted to have the members vote on, I really fell in love with See How They Run. I, I read it in one sitting. It just struck me as so funny. It's a farce, which I've never directed before, but I've always enjoyed watching one of the things about this show that really struck me at first was how similar it is in tone to the British sitcoms that used to be on PBS when I was in college and in my 20s on Saturday mornings. I enjoyed watching those very much, and a lot of the humor in this show reminds me of those, although this show was written in the 40s, so well before any of those sitcoms would have ever been aired. But it's that same tone. I like that kind of humor, and I, I, I thought maybe I could reach in and pull that out of my performers. I also am a huge fan of a 1970s American sitcom called Three's Company, which to me really represents the American version of a farce. So, keeping all that in mind, I hope what people see on stage reminds them of some of the great farces that we've enjoyed over the years. It reminds them of British sitcoms and British humor. And I also hope that it reminds them of Three's Company. As a matter of fact, we have a couple of very specific pieces of the show that are an homage to John Ritter's character, Jack Tripper. I hope people pick up on them. I directed the actor to do what Jack Tripper would do. And I think it's a lot of fun. So tell us about your cast and how they are handling the comedy in this show. Yeah, so I have a nice cast. We have nine um, characters in this show. And I think everybody in the show has some level of experience on stage. Everybody has been on the Guild stage before, but for some of them, they've only been in a couple of shows or they haven't been in, in something for a while. But then I also have some people like Danny Bear and Susan Courtney who will be recognizable to the audience. They're really always excellent. And they bring a level of understanding of character development that I think helps everybody in the cast when you have someone like that in your show. So I'm glad to have those two. They've given, they've given me some ideas and I've shared it with people of how to make a farce work. Now, that doesn't mean, because I mentioned only Danny and Susan specifically, that doesn't mean that the rest of the cast hasn't 
stepped up because they definitely have. One of the things about this show is it has a lot of lines in it, uh, particularly the character, the character Penelope, which is played by Stacey Morgan, and the character Clive, which is played by Isaac Eastwood. They have so many lines, and those two have worked so hard on line memorization. I've appreciated it immensely. And not only do they have to say a lot, but they have to say it with this sense of urgency and this sense of speed. They help keep things going in a way that is necessary for a farce to work. Give us a brief synopsis of the show and how the title, See How They Run, works into the comedic elements. Okay, so See How They Run comes from the children's nursery nursery rhyme, Three Blind Mice. So evidently, at some point in uh, British fun, they referred to a vicar as a mouse. So what this show is about, and how the title kind of plays in, is Penelope is a young American woman who has relocated to England post-World War II. I would say this show takes place somewhere around 47, 48, and she's fallen in love with and married a vicar in a small village. And throughout the show, because of various reasons, either men are pretending to be the vicar or somebody confuses a man for the vicar. So at some point, five different male characters are confused to be the vicar. So there's all these mice, so to speak, running around trying to straighten out all the confusion. So that's kind of how the title works in. See how they run. All of these vicars are trying to get to the bottom of this confusion. And the character of Penelope, you know, she's out for some fun and she kind of gets in a little bit over her head. So as she's trying to unravel the mess she's created, lots of running, lots of hijinks happens, lots of hiding in closets and hiding behind pieces of furniture, which is typical of a farce. And in the end, of course, it all gets straightened out, but not until every single person has had some moment of confusion and some moment of literally running across the stage. What would you like people to leave the theater feeling after seeing See How They Run? I think definitely elation and fun. Have have a good laugh. Start off the Guild season, which is going to be an excellent season. I think I think our audiences are in for a phenomenal season this year but leave the theater that night just really with this sense of um you know i had a good laugh had a good time there i don't know i don't think there's a message other than you know the people that care about you and the people that love you are going to forgive you no matter what hijinks you get them into there is this slight little bit of historical importance in the show because it's post-World War II England. So, you know, things haven't quite returned to normal yet. One of the characters in the show is a Russian who has escaped from the guardhouse and he creates some of the craziness. So, you know, those of us who are history buffs certainly know that when the war ended, uh, the Cold War began. So we thought of Russia as, you know, the scary enemy. So there's a little bit of that in the show that I think history buffs will enjoy. 
this idea that, yes, the war is over, but things aren't quite back to normal yet, and we aren't sure who we can trust, and we aren't sure what people's motives are. There's a little bit of that in the show as well. Well, we wish you and your cast a great run and look forward to all the laughs and hijinks that See How They Run is sure to bring. Thank you so much. And now a message from the Actors Guild and See How They Run. World War II is over, but mischief and mayhem are brewing in the hilarious British comedy See How They Run at the Actors Guild of Parkersburg. Set in an English vicarage in the village of Merton-cum-Middlewick, a vicar and his wife are overwhelmed by a barrage of colorful characters, including an American actress, an American GI, a cockney maid who has seen too many American movies, an old dowager who touches alcohol for the first time in her life, a sedate bishop aghast at all these goings-on, and four men in identical clergyman suits, one of whom is an escaped prisoner. The swift action, impossibly hilarious situations, and rib-tickling plot in this long-running London hit will leave audiences exhausted with laughter. See How They Run will be running September 29th through October 7th at the Actors Guild Playhouse on 8th and Market Streets in Parkersburg. Get your tickets by calling the box office at 304-485-1300 or for faster service, visit our website at actors-guild.com. Coming up in October, the Actors Guild Fundraising Committee is offering two chances to relive the down-home, wholesome entertainment of the classic variety show, Hee Haw. Featuring Parkersburg local Roy Clark Jr. and family, the show will also showcase a live stage band, including local string artists on fiddle, banjo, mandolin, guitar, and bass. Other special musical guests include Patsy Cline, Loretta Lynn, and Conway Twitty. This show is loaded with good, clean comedy skits and amazing local talent. Down-home concessions will be sold in the lobby, including popcorn, homemade cookies, water, beer, and wine. Enjoy a fun-filled evening on October 13th and the afternoon of October 15th of hilarious comedy and, most of all, great country and bluegrass music. Tickets are currently available at the box office or on our website, actors-guild.com. You can also visit and follow our Facebook page to find out more about AGP Hee Haw 2023. Come out and join us in Cornfield County on October 13th and 15th to support our local community theater. Finally, marching onto the Guild stage in November is the classic Meredith Wilson musical, The Music Man. Join con man Harold Hill as he tries to swindle an entire town by creating the need for a boy's band, only to have a last-minute change of heart, thanks in part to local piano teacher and librarian Marion Paru. You have nine chances to experience this classic musical from November 10th through November 26th. Get your tickets now by calling the box office or visiting our website. Well, that brings us to the end of another AGP podcast. Join us next time when we'll talk to members of the cast of Hee Haw, learn more about the upcoming production of The Music Man, and find out what's in store for 2024 at the Actors Guild of Parkersburg. Until then, I'm Josh Martin, and I look forward to seeing you at the Playhouse. The Actors Guild of Parkersburg is located at 724 Market Street on the corner of 8th and Market in Parkersburg, West Virginia. The AGP podcast is available on popular podcast platforms provided by Apple, Spotify, and Google. 
be sure to subscribe for free and also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok to stay up to date on Actors Guild news and events. To purchase tickets, you can reach the Actors Guild box office by calling 304-485-1300 or for faster service, visit our website at actors-guild.com.